He's got a brand new name for you. There's peace and joy and mercies that are new. There's peace and joy. He's got a brand new way for you. will fill with 
with joy when we praise your holy name the atmosphere will shift when we lift your name on high oh our hearts will fill with joy when we praise your holy name yes the atmosphere will shift when we lift your name on high oh our hearts will fill with joy when we praise your holy name yes the atmosphere will shift when we lift your name on high oh the atmosphere will shift when we praise your holy name oh the atmosphere will shift when we lift your name on high oh our hearts will fill with joy when we praise your holy name yes the atmosphere will shift when we lift your name on high oh our hearts will fill with joy when we praise your holy name yes the atmosphere must shift when we lift your name on high yes our hearts will fill with joy when we praise your holy name oh the atmosphere must shift when we lift your name on high oh our hearts will fill with joy yes our hearts will fill with joy oh our hearts will fill with joy when we praise your name when we praise your name oh
Um, I don't know who, but I'd say probably after it works in ways would be a good time.
is your praise like this morning? Come on, what is your praise sound like to the King this morning? Come on. You've already won. Victory, 
intimidated come on just think just look at the giant look at the enemy right in the face and say you will not intimidate me you will not intimidate me God has given me the land he's given me the promise and I will not react based off what I see I will walk by faith and you will fall Thank you, Jesus. Come on, I just saw this, so I need to say, guys, there's walls. You brought in a wall with you. God, he just showed me this. People walking in with almost carrying a, a whole bunch of bricks with them as they walked in. It was formed like a wall. And you carried it in here today, so we're going to lay the wall at the altar. We're going to give the wall to him. Don't carry the wall out of here. We're going to take care of it this morning. Does everybody understand that? So if you figure out what that wall is, it's time to just let it all out. It's time to give it. Six, this one more time, seven coming down. One, two, three, four, five, six. One two, more time, the seven coming down. One, two, three, four, five, six. One more time, the seven coming down. One, two, three. to the enemy's camp and I took back what he 
stole from me. I went to the enemy's camp and I took back what he stole from me. He's under my feet. 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 What the enemy has stolen, take back your peace. Right now, take it back, right now. Take back our joy. Whatever you've needed, take it back in the glory of the Lord. Everything you need is in his glorious riches. Take it back. The enemy has no right. Hell 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 has no right. He has no right for your child. He has no right to your marriage. He has no right to your finances. No authority. Come on, just tell him. You have no right. I'm a child of the king. And I have victory in Jesus. Hell has no right, no authority in me. Oh, we're children of the light. We're children of the light. We're children of the light. Yes, we're children of the light. We're dancing in 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 the light. We're children of the light. We are children of the light. We're children of the day. We're children of his day. Darkness will not have its way. Darkness will not have its way. We're in the light, in the light. Darkness must flee. We're in the light. Joy forevermore when we die. 
here? Could you come up here? Don't you dare get nervous because I'm asking you to come up. You see how she's doing this in the back. I've just watched you and I just feel like as we keep praising, just wave that up here. This is, it's biblical. They waved a flag. You think they were walking around Jericho just like, uh. They were, they were walking in obedience. They were praising. Jesus, the white flag means surrender, right? And it says Jesus on it. The victory is simply in surrender to Jesus. Wave that as the truth. And all we have to do is believe that that is the truth. Surrender to Jesus is our victory. Come on, just minister, Heather. And then instruments, y'all can just play. And worship, hey. 
Holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. 
in heaven they sing one song and it plays on repeat every time they see his face all they can say is holy 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 they cry holy because they see his face all they say is holy because they have seen him so when we see him with unveiled faces we cry holy 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 all we can say is holy oh not just because we've heard about him of mankind. 
faithful and true Oh, there's no one like you Oh, your name is victory 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 My victory, my victory Jesus, Jesus, the name Worship and praise. 
could all just sing that together. Maybe you're like, I haven't seen him like that. So I just know what you're telling me. Well, right now, ask him. Like, wow, that sounds awesome, people. I need to see that. I need to know that. I need to experience him like that. Ask him. You shall receive. For God said he has glorified his name and he will glorify it again. He will show you his glory. Ask, you will receive. Just sing that with us. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Thank you for your sacrifice that you did for us on the cross that day. Thank you, Jesus. And as we go into communion and remembrance, we'll be in thankfulness. In name we pray in Jesus' mighty holy name. 
going to ask everyone, please raise your hands if you don't have a communion already, if you don't have the elements. And um, please raise your hands if you don't have one. And we'll get one right to you from the ushers. Gathering Place Church here. I am so humbled and thankful that I get to be able to do this with you today and be able to do and lead communion with you guys today. And we will be reading in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23. Okay. It says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. I'll ask all of you now to please grab the wafer from the communion you have gotten, break it apart, and you may partake and eat it. on to say in verses 24 and when he had given thanks he broke he broke and said this is my body which is for you do this in remembrance of me and it goes on to say in 25 in the same way after supper he took the cup saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me i'll ask you all of you now that you can drink the juice from the cup in remembrance of him sacrifice for us, Lord, that you loved us enough to take that, that death for us, Lord. Even when we didn't deserve it, Lord, you did it for us anyways. Thank you, Jesus, for shedding your blood, even when you didn't have to, but you did because you loved us enough, Lord, that you wanted to. And we thank you, Lord, and we sit here because of you. We sit here as a family because of you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your sacrifice that you did. In name we pray, Jesus' mighty holy name. Amen. Brother Mike, you want to share real quick? Come on, guys. I tell you what, that's it's hard to come up here and speak to people and to come up and do communion. Come on. We've got to equip. We've got to give them chances to do this and see what the Lord wants to do inside of them. But we do have some word, uh, other words in the house. So I'll let you share, brother. So uh, I was reading the book of Judges about Gideon. And when Gideon uh, was called by the Lord, he was told to clean up his house first. 
he cleaned a grove and cut down an image in his father's yard. And then when the people were saying, who did this? It wasn't Gideon that stood up to him. It was his father. And then a little later, Gideon trims the people down to 300. And the Lord says, I want you to go and take care of the Midianites. And he says, if you're afraid, because he knew he was still afraid, even though he put out fleeces, he says, go hear what they're saying about you. So he goes down, him and his servant, and they hear the people talk about a dream where the barley cake came in. There's a story behind that. We won't get into that. And they said, this is nothing but the sword of the Lord and the sword of Gideon. Now, I've shared before about the angels and the pulsating angels and how they're, they're getting closer. They're moving closer. And all the angels want is for us to experience what they've experienced all their life, the presence, all their existence, which is the presence of the Father. And the Father is saying, you know, there's things going to happen, and he expects us to be the light. And as we press into him, he'll give us a name among the enemy, just like he did with Gideon. Gideon hadn't done anything yet. He just obeyed the Father and cut down an image in his own backyard. Ain't nobody heard anything about Gideon, and yet they're having dreams about him destroying them. And I believe the Lord's given the enemy evil spirits, principalities and powers, dreams about what his people are going to do to them. Because Ephesians says that we're to show that wisdom unto the principalities and powers. And when the Bible talks about beauty and ashes, we are already the beauty on this earth. The ashes are what's coming. And it's a world without hope. And we're pulling them out of the ash into the beauty that is the Lord in us. And it's beauty and beauty that way. And that there's not going to be anything left for the enemy. And, and I had a dream. And then I'll stop. And in the dream, I'm walking through a mall. And I stopped at a store that had a bunch of TVs on it. Come on, y'all. It's about locking eyes with 
everything. So I just want to, let's get, let's just, I'm, we're just going to keep just going for a bit. And we're just going to, guys, we need to rest in this and sit in this. And man, let him stir in your heart. What is it you've got to do in your heart right now to, man, to look more like him? What is it that's stopping you from, from loving like him? Come on. Let's just go back into something again.
that, Gene. just say that yesterday evening when I got home my water was off and it's like oh lord not another thing it's been a long drawn out process one thing after another and I won't go into all that so this morning when I was doing my devotional he gave me the word I didn't check the water I just thought okay I guess I'm going to church with no shower today anyway yes Come and worship the Lord and praise Him no matter what. I don't always do that. But the word was Isaiah 40, verses 8 through 11. The grass dries up and flowers wither, but our God's word will last forever. Go up a high mountain, Zion. Tell the good news. Call out with a loud voice, Jerusalem. Tell the good news. Raise your voice without fear. Tell the cities of Judah, here is your God. The Almighty Lord is coming with power to rule with authority. His reward is with him, and the people he has won arrive ahead of him. Like a shepherd, he takes care of his flock. He gathers the lambs in his arms. He carries them in his arms. He gently helps the sheep and their lambs. Come on. All right. Man, he loves us. I don't know what else to say other than he loves us. He loves us, he loves us, and we love him back. 
so we're going to, man, I don't want you to stop. If you're in a moment up here, if you're in a moment where you're at, don't stop doing that. Stay in the moment. Don't let anything take you out of that. But Father, we're just going to, we're just going to lift you up right now. Father, we love you. We thank you for this. We thank you that we can just experience you. We can, we can feel you. You can just come down and just sit here with us, Lord. Father, we thank you for that. We thank you that we can come together and do this. So, Father, continue to have your way in this house. Have your way in everything we do. We worship you and we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Come on, amen. So we're going to take... Uh, man, let's, let's, let's bless these kids. And uh, tell you what, we're, since we're worshiping, we'll... Um, we'll receive our offering all at the same time, and then we'll take a short break. You can go do whatever you got to do and then come back. So, Father, right now, we just thank you for these kids. We thank you for the legacy. We thank you for the generations. We thank you for what you're doing in them. And, Father, we thank you for their teachers and everybody that's pouring into them. So, Father, bless them, cover them. Father, let them understand today how loved they are. Let them understand their identity this morning, Father. Father, just give them wisdom and knowledge this morning, Father. Let, just, let them feel your love. In Jesus' name. And, Father, we, we love you so much that, that we want to worship you this morning. Father, so we want to give this morning. So, so Father, as we get prepared for giving, prepare our hearts, Father. Prepare everything in us right now, Father, just to, to give. Even if, if it's all we have, even if it's a penny, even if it's 10 cents, Father. It doesn't matter what we give. It's the heart of giving. It's a cheerful giver. That's all he cares about is a cheerful giver. So, Father, bless the offering this morning. Bless, uh, and it, man, you can multiply it. You can do what you want with it. So, Father, would you just have your way with that this this morning. Father, continue to move in this house and touch people's hearts right now, Father. Bless them as they bless you right now. In Jesus' mighty name, and we all said amen. So come on, y'all. We love you. We'll be right back. We'll have baskets up here for giving, and go get some coffee. We'll be right back.
I speak to the enemy. You can't have my family, because we belong to the Lord. With heaven's authority, we take back our destiny, because we belong. Come on, I'm singing this over your families tonight. I speak to the enemy. You can't have my family, because we belong to the Lord. With heaven's authority, we take back our destiny, because we belong. Come on, sing it again. Hey! I speak to the enemy. I can't have my family, because we belong to the Lord. With heaven's authority, we take back our destiny, because we belong. 
All right, y'all, the clock ran out a long time ago. <laughs> Ken was obeying. Ken was sitting over here sitting down. I was like, I was like, Ken, I'm so excited. <laughs> All right, how much room do we have up here? Can you just slide over? Cass, why don't you guys come? I'm going to bring my kiddos up here. Not you. I'm just messing with you. Slide over. Right, here, slide all. We need three seats. Here you go. Come on up here. Flaves, get up here. <laughs> good stuff. How's everybody doing? Everybody good? Come on. This is awesome. It's a good morning so far. Tell everybody to get in here. If they're still out there, tell them to get in here. We got Big Mike coming. We're not starting until Big Mike gets in here. Are we good up there? Ryan, you're going to keep making noise? Sorry. <laughs> Having some issues. Mute me for a second. He said mute him. This is awkward, isn't it? Yeah. All right, now go ahead. <laughs> Come on, man. It's good to see everybody this morning. So glad to have everybody here. Uh, we're just excited, man. God's doing amazing things. Uh, just excited about what he's doing. If you're new, do me a favor, uh, fill out a connect card for me. Uh, if you hadn't filled one out in a long time, we don't have your information right, do me a favor, fill it out and just say you're updating your information. We want to make sure we get everything in the computer correctly uh, so we know what's going on. Uh, if you want that, you can get a digital one up there, scan that thing right there, and that'll do something on your phone and you can fill it out. And then if uh, you want more information about who we are, you can download our app. That'll be up there. Do the same thing, scan that thing, download our app. That's where all that information goes. Uh, we try to push things out there. We push notifications, so accept all that stuff. We're not, like, selling your information and all that. <laughs> we just want to give you information, so trust me on this one. Um, let's see if we can do this here. Uh, let's see. Whew. So I'm going to run through some quick announcements so we can get, get going. So today uh, we had a kingdom class today, Miss Darlene. Come on. Awesome. She taught this morning. Uh, we have other kingdom classes coming up. We have uh, the next one. She taught on how King David's promises affect you today. So she's been doing a small group on that. She's been doing a small group on From Shepherd to King, which was awesome. Uh, and then she taught on this today. So, look, we have a lot of teachers in our family. If you didn't know that, there's a lot of teachers in here. So if God puts something on your heart, trust him with that, and we'll help you and get you teaching people and, and sharing that message. And then next weekend, it'll be the secret place with Ryan and Allie. So come on out for that. And then uh, there won't be anything on the 24th. All that information's out there for you. Uh, so you, that's at nine o'clock every Sunday. So if you want some, some added bonus to your day, nine o'clock every Sunday, uh, show up here and we got some great things going on. All right. We have, uh, 
Next big thing is we have Thursday, actually, Thursday, December 14th. This year, we don't have a slide for this, but it's the Welcome Center Food Drop. We, we do that all the time, so we get to go pray over, man, 300 people and just love on people down at the uh, Air Now parking lot. So we're meeting at 7.30 on Thursday, right? We take them donuts and coffee, but then we pray over them. That's the most important thing. And then we flood them with food. So as they go through, they get a bunch of food. So we get them before they get the food, right? So we're going to feed them spiritually, then they're going to get fed. I like you guys on the second row too, but thank you for moving. <laughs> My daughter was in the back. I was like, I'll, I'll find you a seat. So you didn't have to move all the way in the back though. You want a seat? We got seats up here. <laughs> it's good to have, have these guys back, man. I love them. Oh, Paula, you're awesome. She, she takes it like a king. <laughs> she was like, I'll move. You got it. Come on. Oh, man, let's see. So December 17th, uh, so next Sunday's Ugly Christmas Sweater Sunday, y'all. Come on. Oh, you're not even excited? I'll keep the prize and wear my ugliest sweater. <laughs> so wear your sweater. Also, next week, bring cookies. So bake some cookies, buy some cookies. We're going to have cookies in the foyer. It's going to be a wonderful time to have cookies uh, and enjoy a, a holiday season. That will be kind of like our. if you're looking for a Christmas service, that would be the one because on the next Sunday, we're not having service on the 24th. Okay, so no service on the 24th. Spend that with your family. If we are your family, then come to our house. Spend it with us. We're good with that. Okay, find family in here. Go to their house. Do, do something, but you, you can do it here if you want. I'll buzz you in. We just Not everybody will be here. But if you all do show up on the 24th, call me. I'll come share something. Kevin said he ain't coming. <laughs> um, so then we have New Year's Eve service is going to be a, uh, the 31st, but it's not going to be a morning service. It'll be a 6 o'clock p.m. service. Woo! Okay, so sleep in that Sunday. Come on out. So get rested up so that at 6 o'clock that evening, we'll probably go normal service, but it'll be from 6 till whenever we stop, and that should give you time to go and be with family and do whatever you want to do and hang out and, and all that good stuff. So you're not going to miss out on any of that um, by being here at the church, but we're going to definitely pray in the new year. We're definitely going to Man, I just believe something powerful can happen when we celebrate him going into a new year. So it's going to be powerful. Uh, we're excited about that. Let's see. I'm hitting a lot of stuff just so we can run through this. Oh, let's see. Jumping all the way out to January 26th, we have our um, Med Not So Evil times. Um, so this is going to be our family gathering um, that we do here is going to be on the 26th. That's right. Come on. So there's all the information up there. We will have registering. You have to register for that. You're going to bring a side dish for that. Um, go get your favorite outfit, <laughs> whatever that is, whatever. Uh, we've already got people that already went and got their stuff. So get creative with that. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what we're, we're all doing, but it's going to be fun. We're going to celebrate the year, y'all. That's all we're going to do. We're going to come out and love on some people, celebrate the year. Uh, and just have a good time as a family because that's what families do. Okay, let me uh, talk about, we've got uh, Company of Believers right there. So we got Company of Believers coming up February. I always got to walk up to this one. Second, third, and fourth, registration is required. You can scan that code. I think we got those around the church too. Um, get that information out there. Was there anything, was there a, a video back there? Can we play that video, please?
All right, company of believers, come on. Brother Bo, Rachel, uh, I think they're in Tennessee this week. Is that correct? I love. I just can't stop looking at Billy over here. I love you, brother. He got me during worship, came up, gave me a hug. It's good to see you guys moved up since the last time you were here. You're, you're like back rows. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so good, so good. Hey, uh, we want to talk about, uh, we, we have a angel tree. So I want to invite my beautiful bride up here uh, to talk about the angel tree. Um, we have all the angels hanging on the tree. I think there's about 20 angels. Um, anybody that would like to participate, you choose an angel. And Kelly will have a, if anybody knows who Kelly, Kelly is. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand, Kelly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hand her the angel so she can hand you the coordinating uh, form that has the information um, to, to get the gifts. And she has the rest of information that you need. Um, the angel tree is anybody that it needs assistance uh, for Christmas this year. Their children are on the, tr on the tree, so they're, they're school-age children. I was just glad you told them about that. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, baby. So, yeah, it is. It was uh, our family members, people in the family that, that need some help through the holidays. So they filled out some forms. And if you want to bless them, you want to help them, what a great opportunity to support people through the holidays. So go out there. And you said there are how many angels? Like 20 angels on the tree. So if you want to bless somebody, uh, grab that, and, and we'll get you the information. But if you just – here's the problem. If you grab an angel and leave, you got no information, and we don't know who took the angel. So don't grab an angel and leave. We need you to, to grab an angel and go see Kelly <laughs> so that she can tell you the information or you're just hanging on to an angel. All right? you buy what's on your heart. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> and then if you buy a you know, car or something, I'll tell you the angel is mine. <laughs> you can bring him by the house. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. Um, oh, Kevin, I got to turn this over to Kevin. <laughs> That's enthusiastic. Go ahead, get ready, Ryan. Come on. And Jesus. Oh, young, oh there we go. All right. Uh, <laughs> Let's do all right, it. guys. Uh, so it's been a minute. Uh, I'm really excited. I wanted to let you guys know, and I also want to invite the entire congregation after church, right after service. Uh, it is Pastor DJ's 50th birthday. Come on. <laughs> yes, big five zero. All right. 50. I know. He looks 25, but he's 50. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, but anyways, we're really excited. I know everyone's probably has plans and everything, but it's all good. Just go next door, grab you a cupcake, uh, you know, say hi to Pastor DJ, wish him a happy birthday, and y'all can go ahead and keep doing whatever it is you're going to do this afternoon. But we just want to invite you out. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to Miss Tammy, uh, who's been up here probably since two in the morning, just working and working, working, uh, trying to make sure that the annex is looking right for Pastor DJ. So uh, we want to encourage you. If you don't know where the annex is, it's right next door. It's attached to the building, uh, and you'll see everybody going in there. So it's going to be a good time. Also, I want to go ahead and take this moment uh, to publicly just thank Pastor DJ. Um, normally, you know, people say really nice stories about somebody once they're dead. Um, <laughs> but Pastor DJ is not dead, and he's alive. And I, and, he's alive. And I know, right? And no, seriously, though, I just really wanted to say to Pastor DJ, Friday was his birthday. 
uh, and there was a big tragedy in Holtville with a couple students that passed away, or one student that passed away and a couple students that were injured. Uh, and Pastor DJ, on his birthday, he went up there in the morning to pray with them. And then in the evening, there was like a, a, a vigil, and Pastor DJ again was there. Um, and honestly, he was in honor. Um, and I felt like a little kid just watching Pastor DJ love on this whole family, on the community. And it was a big deal for me. I, I know he probably didn't even notice, but for me, it was a, a really special time just getting to see Pastor. Because honestly, I had no idea what to do. Uh, he was like, you want to come? I'm like, I'll come, but I, I don't know what to do, man. I'm like, you know, this is a, th this community has been struck with, you know, a teenager dying. And it's just, it's a lot of, it's a massive tragedy. Uh, and I had no idea what to do. And so Pastor DJ was like, I don't really know what to do, but I'm going to do it. And he led the way. And with Miss Kelly, who, again, I'm really proud of her that she stepped up. Uh, and I just want to encourage you guys. All of you are leaders. This church is a church of leaders. It's a church of sons and daughters of the Most High. You don't always need the pastors, right? You guys know what you're doing. You know who you are. And so I'm just thankful that Miss Kelly stood up and was like, hey, let's do this. Let's pray. Let's, let's lead this. Uh, and, you know, and Pastor DJ was able to go there. And so... On this day, we get to honor Pastor DJ's, you know, his birthday, and I'm just honored uh, as a spiritual son to just be able to see this man grow, see him mature, see him love on the community, uh, and just his heart. And so anyways, I'm going to go ahead and pass it back, but we love you guys. I love Pastor DJ. Happy birthday. We love you. Happy birthday. We were touching beards, Kevin. Ha! Ha! <laughs> You got some oil on you right there, I think. Man, thank you all so much. Um, why are you still up there? I got a surprise. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's weird when you're up here and someone's staring at the back of you, you know? Yep. You're, staring right, you're right at you, right at the back of your head. Thank you guys time. so much. Uh, <laughs> it's not awkward at all. <laughs> Kevin, thank you. I love you, brother. Thank you for coming out there because what he doesn't realize is that kind of support. You know, you want the people that you love, the people that love you to come out there too. And we didn't have much time. That was just a, man, you don't know what to do in those situations. And I think I got the call an hour before the nighttime thing and I was just like, I got to go. And I said, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but I know I'm supposed to go. And then what a opportunity for, you know, in a time of brokenness for, for God to just love on people. Um, so that's what we saw. It's a strong community out there. They have a lot of believers out there. So um, God's going to heal that. There's going to be unity and love and all that's going to just keep moving. So thank you for that. And I just thank everybody for all the, all the wishes on, I mean, happy birthdays and all that stuff on Facebook. I don't go on there a whole bunch. I probably missed a bunch of those little likey heart things. I don't know. I love y'all. Thank you. If you don't hear back from me, I, I don't have time in the day to respond to everybody out there and just say, man, thank you, thank you, thank you. So here's my thank you. I love you all. And I do appreciate each and every one of you. Here's my, here's, here's my goal with this whole thing. I spent 50 years one way, and I want to be a better steward of my life the next 50 years. Hey. Right? So I know what God did with me in a short period of time that I gave him in the first 50 years. And I'm really excited about these next 50 because it's starting a whole different way. Right, so, so we're just going to let him do his thing and, and let him have fun with me <laughs> and see where that goes. So I appreciate y'all. Anyway, um, today's a, a, an awesome day. And uh, not only, man, I'm looking around. I've got so many people I love in this house. It's so good. But then, I get, man, 
get to see Rick and Karen sitting here. And uh, this is our family. You guys have been part of this family for a really long time. Um, I feel it's a really long time. I mean, I've been doing this for five years, and you've been part of it, half of that at least. So I've known you most of my preaching career. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they live in Charlotte, so we don't get to see them all the time. They watch from Charlotte. They've poured into our lives. They poured into us as a family, us as a big family, but us as a family. Um, and you speak life into us. You're encouragers. Man. Just love y'all. So we thank you for that. Um, they have a healing ministry and Man, they go around and God just moves through them. So it's powerful. And they've been here and they've prayed over people before and loved on people. And I feel bad because last time he was here was about a month or so ago. And he was like, I got a word for the church. And I told my, I just said, give me a signal. And I told him to single. He was doing it the whole time and I completely missed it because I was just gone. Like God was just moving and uh, I didn't see anything and I was just speaking. Um, so I said, man, you need to come back and share with the family. And, uh, and then we picked this day night. I didn't even think it was my birthday. It just kind of worked out that way. It was so good. So uh, what I want to do is invite him up. He wants to share with the family today. So uh, we just give him a warm family welcome because Brother Rick's going to share a message with us. Does this work? No. I did. Can you all hear me? No. There's probably. Oh, whoa. Praise Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I'm really excited to be here. Uh, I love y'all. You have no idea how much I love you. I'm, I'm just glad to be here. This, whew, let me just get settled a little bit. Well, you got to know something. Uh, 2 a.m. last night, the, the storm woke me up, lightning, thunder, and then the Lord jolted me. And he started giving me some insight into what's going on here. Uh, Pastor DJ is beloved of the Father. He is your pastor, but he is God's pastor right here, right now, in this place. Me and Pastor DJ were both submitted to Bo. Bo is our apostle. We love him. We're going to be at the Company of Believers. We're bringing people from Charlotte. We're excited. People are driving all the way from Charlotte to be with y'all in the Company of Believers. Uh, Lord showed me about DJ. We all go with me with an analogy for a minute. Uh, a lot of you young people may not have heard of him. Maybe you have a baseball player by the name of Ichiro. Your pastor, do you know who Ichiro is? He's a Japanese player that came over and played for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, your pastor, and so Ichiro, his, his claim to fame is he always got on base. This guy was amazing. 
he got little hits, little taps, bunts. He was super fast. He could run like the wind, and he would get on first almost every single time. If anybody doesn't like baseball, that's okay, but I'm just giving you an, an example of what God gave me in the middle of the night about your pastor. He gets on base, he gets on base, he gets on base three, four times a night, whatever. The guy's incredible. And I had the privilege of going and watching him because I'm from Seattle. And I had the, my family's from Clanton, but I grew up in the West Coast. I'm kind of confused. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I say y'all and sometimes I say you guys. And I don't even know which one's going to come out of my mouth. Um, but this Ichiro guy, was a, he was just everybody's hero because he was so good at what he did. So if you go with me on this analogy for a second, what we see, when we just see just a little bit of it, is your pastor is always hitting, getting a single. Always. Why? Because God is using him like crazy. He gets a single or he steals first, or first second, third, and home. He, he steals them all because God has anointed him. For what? For the small things. But he's done the small things over and over and over and well and better and better and better. So since we've seen him, we went to lunch with y'all and another couple. Um, and the other, and prophetically I said, this is the best pastor. This is three years ago and he's just starting. This is the best pastor I've ever seen in my life. And I've been a Christian for 50 years. I've been preaching the word for a long time. I've been anointed since, well, anointed. I've been called to the ministry for a long time. <laughs> Sorry for that. Uh, so, I, and they ended up leaving the church. I'm not going to mention any names. They left the church and they're like, he's the worst pastor ever. But, but I was saying, prophetically, this is the best pastor ever. He, you're gifted, you're anointed, you're called to ministry like nobody I've ever seen before, and I've been doing it for a while. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody give me a This is my bride, Karen Helen, also known as Karen Ward, the original. She's my original. Hallelujah. She's anointed for prophetic ministry, and she's laying hands on people, and people are recovering. Just yesterday, thank you, honey. Just yesterday, we prayed for somebody that had quadruple bypass heart surgery, and we prayed for him. I put one hand on one side of his chest and one side on his back, and the fire of God went through him. So I believe, I'm believing for good things. We'll, we'll see. I mean, why not? We're seeing, we're seeing, we already believe. Okay. Woo. I can do that. No, I can't, but. Yeah. There you go. Sorry. I'll try to put it in my pocket. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So 
we're going to take that baseball analogy a little bit further. Bo is the slugger. Comes in. He, he bats cleanup. He bats fourth. And he's always knocking it out of the park. Well, Yorichiro, the devil will sometimes throw him a curveball or sometimes throw him some kind of knuckleball or something coming at him. When the devil doesn't expect it, your pastor just steps into it and he hits a home run too. God is on this man. That's what I wanted to tell you. God is on this man. He's anointed for the job. Man. Never doubt that. Man. Never doubt that. Hallelujah. And if you ever tell me otherwise, I'm going to prophetically shame you. <laughs> I am. So God gave me that analogy at 2 in the morning. Can you believe it? He wanted to bless you. And happy birthday to you, brother. Okay. So weirdest thing I've ever done. I do stuff prophetically every once in a while as God leads. God showed me this also a little bit after that. Hold on. Just hold that thought. Father God is the owner of the team. Amen? Amen. Jesus is our manager. The Holy Spirit is our coach. Whatever you need instruction on how to do it, the Holy Spirit will be there for you. He is closer than you can imagine. He's inside of you. And if he's not yet inside of you, I will invite you today to get to know God, to get to know the Holy Spirit. It's, he's the Godhead three in one. If you don't understand that, I'll explain it later. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So with that analogy, and, and there aren't just a couple of players it's not just your pastor. It's not just Bo coming in and hitting a home run, right? Every single one of you are a player. Each one of you are playing on the team. Now, you think you can be a spectator at the game? It doesn't work like that. God wants you in. God wants you in. Here it is. Here is the harbinger that you spoke of. Hallelujah. Please, uh, we're going to do something so weird. If, if you want, nor hold on, one more. He's so anxious to get going. Just hold it, hold it. If you want normal, you can go to the Baptist church. Sorry, no offense. I'm going to step on a lot of people's toes. I was saved as a Baptist. Me too. If you want normal, you can go to the Presbyterian church and sit there for 50 minutes, 5-0, exactly. Boom, boom, boom. Three songs, an announcement, a sermon, and you're out, and you're first in line at brunch. Hallelujah. Come on, Methodists. Come on. It's like whatever yeah. denomination you want. If you want normal, it may not be Christian. It may be Christian ease or Christian-like, or Christian-ish, <laughs> and if I may say so, Christian-light. Go ahead, go to one of them churches. You want Jesus? Come on here. Woo! You're going to get the Spirit of God. So, <laughs> okay, 
So God told me, this is why I had to set that up because this is the weirdest thing I've ever done. <laughs> but to be you'll a part see, of it. you'll see. I want everybody to stand up for the seventh inning stretch. <laughs> we right. are going to sing, take me out to the ball game. I know, I know, it's so weird. Come on, brother, lead us mm-hmm. in that. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if we never get back. So let's root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes. We're out at the old ball game. Okay, well, there is a reason behind that the Holy Spirit gave that to me at 2 a.m. Are you ready for this, Ryan? Yeah, come sit down. I can't stand somebody looking at the back of my head. Yeah. So far, so good. So far, so good. Guess what? The Holy Spirit also showed me why he wanted to do that. The time is short. The time is short. This is the harbinger that you prophesied about when you saw me a month ago. You, you said, you are a harbinger. Well, I'm the harbinger I'm bringing you, the news, the message that I'm bringing you is there's only a short time left for you, 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 all y'all to get in the game. God wants you in. He doesn't want you sitting on the sidelines. He doesn't want you wallowing in your self-pity. Get in the game. We're going to talk in this game. I'm going to make several allusions to the baseball. I mean, I know it's kind of football season, so I'm way out of... (laughs) Yeah, forget about it. I'm just going to go with whatever the Holy Spirit gives me. If it's the weirdest thing you've ever seen, it it probably is. Please open your Bibles, your phones, your tablets, whatever you got. Well, here you go. Yeah. Okay. I bet you never done that in church before. <laughs> Hallelujah. Right? Hey. Whatever Father wants. Whew. Father gets what Father gets. He gets whatever he wants in this church, in this house. We're going to read Exodus 19, verse 4. You have seen what I did to the Egyptians, how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you, where? To myself. This is, this is the Holy Spirit that I'm talking about. This is God that I'm talking about. He brought you to himself. Therefore, now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, which they couldn't, 
do. But they're not evil that they couldn't do it. They just couldn't do it without Jesus. Then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. So that's the heart of the Father. He wants, this is what he wanted for Israel. It couldn't be accomplished in Israel because they, they couldn't get the righteousness thing down. They did the sacrifice of the animals and everything. They tried to do the right thing for the most part. They got off track, and that's why Jesus was sent to save us. Verse 16, if you go down there. Oh, my gosh, come on. Then it came to pass on the third day in the morning, there were thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain, sort of like last night. And the sound of the trumpet was very loud, so that all the people who were in the camp trembled. And Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet with God. And they stood at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was completely in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire. Smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace and the whole mountain quaked greatly. That's when the blast of the trumpet sounded long and became louder and louder. Moses spoke and God answered him by voice. Hallelujah. There's a reason I'm going, I'm going here. When God shows up, he shows up in fire. You'd be very surprised. Your life will be transformed. He shows up in fire. He showed up here when the Ten Commandments were given. It's in the next chapter, uh, Exodus 20. The, t the Ten Commandments were given. Now we're going to uh, 2018, if you please. Exodus 2018. I know this is a bit of a, a hike for some of y'all that may, may not do the Bible. You may not read it, but I'm going to read it to you so you get this. Most y'all, are all y'all, do you read your Bibles? Do you love the Word of God? Somebody, you know, either shout or wave or something, you love the Word of God. Okay, all right, all right, well, I'm wrong. Now all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpet. The trumpet is a very, it wasn't a small little trumpet. It was angelic trumpets. It was loud. It was as loud as an earthquake. We were uh, just in Charleston, South Carolina, and we heard, um, amazing place, by the way, and we went through the History, History Museum, and one of the things, they had an earthquake, and somebody described it as a huge train rushing by. So if you've ever sat next to a train or been next to it, and when they're rushing by, they're loud. The earthquake was loud. This is loud. Sometimes God is loud. Sometimes God is quiet, like a still, small voice that just speaks to you, just a precious word or a precious this or a precious that. But the God 
that I know is sometimes really loud. He's God Almighty. He can do anything he wants. When he comes down to a mountain, he doesn't consume it, but fire sits on it. Moses with the burning bush, the bush wasn't consumed, but there was fire on it. Then they said to Moses, you speak with us and we'll hear it, but let not God speak to us lest, us, lest we die. So the people stood far off, but Moses drew near in the thick darkness where God was. What do you want? Do you want this fire of God? Do you want, you're going about to see some fire of God. You're about to ready to see what God has for you. His compassion for you. He's, he's there. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Hallelujah. So God has a heart for this people the Jewish people, he still has a heart. The promises, God doesn't revoke his promises. Hamas came in. The Philistines or Palestinians have been attacking Israel for centuries, millennium. God is with the Jewish people. Sorry. It's not that the God hates the Palestinians. God loves the Palestinians. Every single one of those, Jesus Christ died for them. But he loves, and he's got a covenant. Now, I know I'm probably stepping on your religious toes here or your liberal toes or whatever. So, is that all right? God loves the Jewish people. He just does. I love the Jewish people. I love Israel. We made a, a uh, reservation to go to Israel plane tickets, hotels. We're all excited. So we're going to Israel. Um, and we were like, okay, we're going. October 6th. October 7th, the war happened. <coughs> so we will postpone our trip for a bit. God loves the Israel people. God loves them. God loves them. I love them. I bless Jerusalem. I bless them right now. If you agree with me, just raise your hands up and say, we bless Jerusalem and we ask for the peace on Jerusalem. Hallelujah. God's promises are yes and amen. Hallelujah. So in verse 21, the people stood afar off, but Moses drew near the thick darkness where God was. He took his life in his hands. He knew the nature of God. He wasn't going to rebel against that. He went into the unknown, right? Went right into that darkness. Sometimes you got to step out. Sometimes God is calling you to not be on the bench, to not be sitting around, are you on your knees? Are you praying? Are you believing? Are you stepping out? If you're afraid to say the name of Jesus in public, then I recommend you do something like this. Get in a crowded restaurant, stand up, and say, I love Jesus. 
And know what's going to happen? Everybody's going to laugh at you. But guess who's not going to laugh? Father God. He's not going to laugh. He's going to hear you. If you deny me before men, I'll deny you before the Father, Jesus said. Do you want to deny Jesus? I don't want to deny Jesus ever. So he sends Karen and I to people all over. Now, our ministry happens to be evangelists, evangelism and prophetic ministry. So it's, sometimes it turns out to be pathetic evangelism, but it's usually prophetic evangelism. We, we try to listen to God. Sometimes we miss it. Sometimes we get uber excited. Ooh, there's a sick person. Let's go pray for him. Oh, there's somebody with, on crutches. Let's go pray for him. You got to hear the Holy Spirit. You got to hear the Holy Spirit and do what he says. It's obedience is better than sacrifice. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So given the fire of God, knowing that God reveals himself in fire, how does it happen in the New Testament? Matthew 3, 11 and 12. Ooh, you're good. I indeed, this is John the Baptist speaking, I indeed baptize you with water into repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So this is what's coming in the Gospels. This is what was coming and as we know, it came after Jesus died on the cross and his blood was shed that we took communion this morning. His blood was shed for us. And he was buried. Yeah. And he was raised on the third day. Was he raised from the dead? Amen. He was raised on the third day and he appeared to many people. I think, I think the word says 500, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? A lot of folks, too many people to just be a coincidence. If a police officer is getting a testimony from one person, maybe. Two people, it's more confirmed. But if you have 500 witnesses, the thing is a fact. Is that right? Amen. There's three kinds of fires from God. There's judgment fire, which is happening on the last day. It's coming. It's like a freight train coming. It's coming. There is light at the end of the tunnel. That could be a hell fire if you don't come to Jesus. How do you know if you're missing out on hell and you got heaven? It's because you confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart that Jesus is Lord. See, that's the prerequisites for salvation. And then, of course, your life shows a life of repentance. Amen? You know, it's a lot of people, man, this is the most church state I've ever seen. There's a church on every corner. Coming from Seattle, there are like two churches in the whole state. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Hallelujah. I don't know, frankly, I don't know if everybody's going to heaven or not. I hope they all are. 
I hope, and I'm not here to judge anybody. I just can't imagine that somebody goes to church on Sunday and, you know, or parties on Friday, parties on Saturday, comes to church on Sunday, and I don't know, it's just, it's just not, it, your fruit just doesn't line up. I'm just saying, there's a lot of things I'm going to just be saying here. So there's, you know, <laughs> prophetically, I'm going to step on some toes. I'm going to hurt some feelings. God's not going to heal you. If I step on your toes, you're going to have to stand up and be your own man or be your own woman and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to hopefully correct you a bit, hopefully shake you up a bit, because that's what I'm called to do. I'm called to do this. I'm God, God's been burning this message in me since the last time we talked. I can't get it out of my mind. All the scripture is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is just God. God wants this thing happening. So, come, and he wants this message spoken. And y'all, I, I, I see that you're receiving it with gladness. I'm really glad that you are. Hallelujah. Okay, so let's go over to the book of Acts. I'm just going to briefly get on that. I'm going to touch on it and get off because there's something that, that God wants to do. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound. Anybody recognize that? A sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind. So when the Holy Spirit comes, something, God can do anything, but when the Holy Spirit comes, sometimes it's a mighty rushing wind. And that tongues of fire fell on each person and they began speaking in tongues. Once again, we got, whew. Do you know speaking in tongues is a really good thing? The Apostle Paul who's probably the most spiritual man to ever walk on the face of the earth other than Jesus, who was God. He said in 1 Corinthians 14, I thank my God that I speak in tongues more than you all. See, he was southern, southern Israel. <laughs> Hallelujah. I think I just made that up. I don't know if I ever heard that before. That's kind of good. I'll have to remember that one. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Tongues is good. It's from the Father. Look at Father. He gives good gifts to his children. He loves you. If you don't yet speak in tongues, if you haven't had the fire of God, we're going to have an opportunity for you to receive the fire of God and to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. You got to have Jesus. You got to confess Jesus first. And God is going to do something crazy. So there's this judgment fire. There's a refining fire, which we're not going to, we're not going to talk about judgment. We're not going to talk about refining. As a Christian, you go through a refining process. It happens to all of us. It doesn't feel good. It's not comfortable. It makes you refined. And so you're, the dross in the silver is refined out. Your gold 
is purified. But we're not talking about that. The third kind, and the kind that we're going to keep on focusing on, is the presence fire. The presence of God. And there was a huge, mighty rushing wind sound from heaven, hallelujah, filled the whole house where they were sitting and appeared to them divided tongues on each person. Holy Spirit comes and he starts ministering his fire. You are called and anointed, brother. You are, come on, doc. You are called and anointed. You're going to bring peace and love to everybody that you, in this situation in Hopeville. You're God's man for God this time. Father didn't cause that accident. He's not responsible. The devil kills, steals, and destroys. Jesus said, I have come to give you life and life abundantly. So God is going to use you in an amazing way to bring life and life abundantly. This is what I'm talking about. You're in the game. Okay, you're in. You're up at bat. This is your time. Please, church, whew, pray for this young man. This is Doc Barton. Stand up, Doc, if you please. Okay, I'm going to pray for him. And everybody stretch out your hands to Doc right now. Honey bunny, lay your hands on him. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, the pain. Oh, Jesus, everything that's happening right now, I pray that you would make Doc a strong man of God, that his compassion for these people, that you would just come upon him like you've never before, and that every word of his is filled with grace, grace, love, and kindness. Kindness leads to repentance. Kindness leads to repentance. Doc, you are anointed and called by God, and this moment will help catapult what God wants to do in that school and in the region. You're a natural leader. People follow you anyway, but now is going to be supernatural. This is your time. Jesus, amen, amen. Everybody agree with that? Amen. Amen. I, well, yeah, I got to watch that. I didn't realize. Hallelujah. His presence, his presence came down. His presence is here. His presence came down in the book of Acts. His presence was there in Exodus. And he was calling them, I want you to be a whole nation of priests. What does a priest do? A priest ministers to the Lord. That's your job. It's such an easy job that you minister to the Lord. You praise him in the morning. Read your word. Praise him. Get with him. Be one with the Father. Hallelujah. Be filled with the Spirit. Speak in tongues. Why did Paul say, I speak in tongues more than y'all? He wasn't trying to do a competition. He was trying to show them that you are speaking mysteries in the Spirit. You are speaking 
things that you don't know. Tongues is a good thing. Every good gift comes from the Father of lights. Hallelujah. Tongues is for you. It's for every believer. I know, I know. You think I'm crazy. I am. Hallelujah. The fire of God becomes an adventure. As a matter of fact, in Romans chapter 8, hallelujah, shall we go over there? I know I'm, I'm jumping through, but there, this is a message that is timely that you all need to hear. And I'm going to read it from the message. Whew. This fire of God, I'm trying to show you... I'm with your permission, and if you want it, you don't have to, but if you want it, I'll pray for you, and my wife will pray for you. Watch out when she gets a hold of you. <laughs> Seriously, because just really quickly, she's been laying hands on people, and the fire of God is in her hands, and her hands are hot and on fire. People feel it. We're praying for sick people. They're recovering because that's what, what the adventure looks like for our family. Doesn't necessarily mean what is for your family. However, Mark 16 says, you lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Why did Jesus say that? Did he, he says, you will speak in new tongues. You lay hands on the sick. Come on. Hallelujah. Whew. This is, so we're going to pray for you in a minute if you want it. If you don't want it, as a matter of fact, you can leave. You know, you can leave right now if you don't want God. You don't want what I'm saying. You could be polite and wait to the end of the sermon, I suppose. But you don't have to. If what I'm saying is offending you, just walk right out of here. Plenty of people have. People shut me up all the time. They say, I don't want to hear what you got to say. And they walk right out. I'm like, okay. Well, here's what I got to say. Jesus is Lord and God loves you. And I don't care what the politicians are saying. I don't, you're not going to shut me up till you kill me. You will not shut me up until... The Antichrist is sitting in Washington, D.C. and coming down here and trying to disarm me and I'm not even going there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, e I'm not even going there. Okay. Whew. Okay. Yeah. I believe in Jesus. Come on. Verse 12. In the message. I love this. Are you kidding? This is so exciting. You got to hear this. This will be life transforming. So we'll pray for you, but I want to give you instructions what to do after, after you get prayer. Okay? So you, you, don't you see that we don't owe this old do-it-yourself life one red cent? There's nothing in it for us, nothing at all. The best thing to do kick it and give it, I added that, and give it a decent burial and get on with your new life. God's spirit beckons 
There are things to do and places to go. This is the anticipation of the life of divine. What's next, Papa? Come on. This resurrection life you receive from God is not a timid, grave-tending life. It's adventurally, adventurously expectant. It's, adv- it's an adventure that's about ready to come on you. If you're willing to take that step into the thick darkness of what's next, Papa. Can you say what's next, Papa? Will you say it? Will you say what's next, Papa? Because he's going to do something unusual. <laughs> Playing crazy songs that, that have nothing to do with church. What's next, Papa? Meet some guy with a quadruple bypass and you put your hands on him and the fire of God is going and healing somebody. What's next, Papa? You can do that. You lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Why not? Somebody's sick. Oh, I'm so sick. Oh, your kids. If your kids are sick, just lay hands on those little suckers. Hallelujah. I'm serious. I've got five of my own. I've laid hands on every single one of them in the good way and the not so good way. I mean, it was for their benefit. And so that didn't work out too good. So then I tried, uh, I said, okay, you're going to use swear words? Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put Tabasco on your mouth. And so I'm thinking, that'll fire up your language a little bit. So (laughs) put some Tabasco on it. And they pretended to be, like, really offended. Now they're all fire eaters, every single one of them. They eat so spicy. They eat spicier than my blonde Mexican wife. (sighs) Hallelujah. That didn't work. This resurrection, I'll just tell you all kinds of stuff that you don't need to know. This resurrection life that you receive from God is not a timid grave tending life. It's adventurously expectant greeting God with a childlike what's next Papa. God's spirit touches our spirits and confirms who we really are. We know who he is and we know who we are. Father and child. Father and children. We know who we are. We, and we know what's, what we're going to get what's coming to us. And this is a good thing, an unbelievable inheritance. So future, you're going to have an unbelievable inheritance. Now you get the life that's so exciting. I I could tell you story after story after story of God's goodness and grace and healing miracles. And I'll just tell you one. Recently, uh, we prayed for a guy Uh, who is down in Dothan, Alabama. This man had stage four cancer, hospice. He was emaciated. His arms were little sticks. Uh, We said, okay, Father. They said, would you pray for us? We came in to their home. We laid hands on this man. Is this a true story? (laughs) I don't tell lies. 
we prayed for this man. He's on hospice. They're talking about dying. They're talking about when he's going to go. They're talking about all this kind of stuff. And what does God do? God heals him. He totally healed this man. Two months later, his arms were built back out again. How does that even happen in two months? He's, he's got flesh on his bones. That's the God we serve. That's the amazing adventure with Papa. So that's, that's what our situation looks like. That's what your situation, you got to think about it. Okay, maybe you're a teacher. Let's just think. Let's just project a little bit. We've got a friend that's a teacher, and all of her co-teachers are talking about the snot-nosed germ bags. Is this, I don't know if anybody is in, in here as a teacher. Is anybody a teacher at a public school or private school? Have you ever heard that term before? Well, I didn't make it up. I heard it. <laughs> so instead of that, with the fire of God on you, this is what it could look like. You go into the classroom. This is what it looks like for our friend. She goes into the classroom and she sees what God sees, these precious children, these precious children that have a future and a hope. And then she speaks into that life. And then she goes, oh, I'm just making this up. Oh, Johnny. Oh, Ryan. You could be, <laughs> you could be a singer one day. And, he, and little Ryan's tapping away or doing something, you know? Seriously, somebody, uh, teachers are great. We've got a lot of teachers in here. With the fire of God on you, your teaching will not only be received, but it'll be so impactful, so impactful. Teachers, we've got leaders here. We've got in, leader, in your leadership, make sure you do it with humility and kindness and not lording it over people, but in humility, consider others better than yourselves. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you're prophetically gifted, then do it with grace that's upon you and speak the visions that God has given you, for they will bring life with the fire of God. Hallelujah. Evangelists, I'm just crying my eyes out up here. Sorry about that. Evangelists, you're called to go out and preach the gospel. Every one of you and me, we're all called to preach the gospel. If you win a soul, you get a special crown in heaven that you get to throw at Jesus' feet. It's a soul winner's crown. And you get to throw it down to Jesus and just present it to Jesus because he's the only one that's worthy. Hallelujah. Evangelists, I had an experience. We went, I went to Great Clips to get my hair cut. Um, and I started preaching Jesus to this lady. Did I tell you this? Started preaching Jesus. And then she goes, well, I want that. And my husband's sick. I said, not only are you going to get Jesus, but I'm going to lay hands on you 
on your hands with your permission. I always get permission. Put my hands on your hands and you're going to go home and get your husband healed. Hallelujah. This woman in the middle of Great Clips starts crying and bawling and God, fire came on her and I know the healings happened. I haven't seen her since. I'll, I need a haircut so I'll go back and you do too, brother. <laughs> Just kidding. That's a teenage joke. Sorry, young man, you're not a teenager anymore. Hallelujah. If your ministry is helping people, what would that look like with the fire of God on it? What would that look like? It'd be different. It'd be different than you just, oh, those people, I gotta put water out for those people, or I gotta put cookies out. It would be with a heart of gladness and service. I mean, we've got some super shining examples of people of service that have set it up for DJs, a party, and you know, there's so many people here that serve with a spirit of gladness. Is that true? Yeah. Hallelujah. So it's going to look exciting. Whatever, if exhortation and giving, you'll be able to give amazingly. Um, yeah, you'll be able to give amazingly. Oh, that's cool. If you were sleeping, you probably aren't anymore. Hallelujah. If you are a person that gives mercy, then do so with cheerfulness. The fire of God puts this mercy in a whole different category, like young Doc there. It's going to put that mercy in a whole different category when he goes to school. Hallelujah. You're going to see, you're going to hear about it. I can hardly wait to hear about what God's got. So if you go, the final scripture before I get to pray for you, if you want me to, Zechariah chapter 2, hallelujah, oh, not in the message, in the King James, are you there? No? Zechariah 2, Verses five. <laughs> God's not fooling around. You want a miracle? Today could be your day. Today could be your day for the miracle if you reach out and grab it with faith. Why? Because God's here. It's not because you got some guest speaker, big deal. I'm, not, I'm really not a big deal. I'm like, this is the, there is one, I'm like one drop of water in the ocean of God. I'm not a big deal. God's the big deal. Hallelujah. Verse five, this will make a huge difference, a huge difference. For I, says the Lord, will be a wall of fire all around her. Who's her? Jerusalem. Jerusalem is us. We is Jerusalem. I bet your college professor wouldn't say that, would he? 
We is Jerusalem. We are Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Wall of fire all around her. And I will be the glory in her midst. Jesus won't take, allow another to take his glory. There's no reason to try to steal God's glory. God's glory, his fire, he's protecting the new Jerusalem, which is us, your family. There's a fire around your house. There's angels around your house protecting you. And he is in the midst of you. Do you know what happens when God's in the midst and you acknowledge him and you worship him? I'm just going to tell you, amazing things happen. Unexpected prosperity comes into your house because the Ark of the Covenant is there. Unexpected. You want to live apart from God and do it yourself? <laughs> we just read about that. Go back to uh, Romans 8. Don't do it. There's nothing about it. What is your gifting? What is your calling? That's what God wants to put fire to so that you can be a blessing to other people. It's not to hoard it for yourself. Oh, my goodness. It's to give it away. If you're a giver... Give with liberality. Give with a bunch of abundance. Give it all away. Help your neighbor. Be there. Love people. Resources isn't just the green stuff. Resources is the fruit of your garden. You, you just got this vegetable garden and you share it with every neighbor. Why? Because Jesus has given you resources. You're supposed to be a conduit. You're not supposed to be a dam. Come on, open it up. Open it up. Open it up. Hallelujah. Father, you have put a ring around this church, a ring of fire. Hallelujah. Yes, and you are in the midst here. Hallelujah. Yeah. 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 Okay. There is fire. There is fire here. Fire, fire, fire. We don't just talk about it. We want it. We expect it, Heavenly Father. We expect your fire. You've been telling me for a month that you're going to show up. So go ahead and show up, Jesus. Show up. Show up, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, Ali, if you could softly play it, I'd really appreciate it. Real soft, real soft. Probably softer. Hallelujah. The other soft. Thank you. Such a sweetheart. I can tease. Is that all right if I tease you a little bit? Hallelujah. The fire of God's not going to go out. We're not going to quench the fire of God because we're laughing. As a matter of fact, you might even experience his laughter. Yeah. 
okay, this is what the Lord's been showing me also. Brother James, Brother Jeff, his sister Soul, come on up. We're gonna be praying for people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're rock steady. You're rock steady in Jesus. You're rock steady. Baptism. Yes. Right here, you got healing hands. Right here, you got healing hands that God has anointed and God has called you. Yeah, I'm already feeling the fire. If you want rock steady, if you need rock steady, if you're a little bit unsure, you come here and you get saved. This, is, this man is rock steady. He's built upon the rock. He's, his house is not going to get shifted in the sand. Can anybody say amen? This is a man of God. This is a man of God. And if you want the Holy Spirit of God, this is the man right here, the fire of God. The fire of God. The fire of God. Hallelujah. The fire of God. I want you all to come up and get prayed for. Karen Helen, can you come up too? Hallelujah. We want to pray for you. We want to pray for you and lay hands on you because we want the fire of God. Because as I described, the what's next, Papa life. What's next, Papa? If you're a servant, what, what can I do next, Papa? If you're a prophet, what's next, Papa? Who can I see to send this message to? If you're not sure what your gifting is, that's okay, come on up. Father might reveal it right now. If you need healing, come over to this side. You're going to get healed and touched. Jesus, the compassionate Jesus loves you and knows your suffering. But he doesn't just stop there. He doesn't just know it. He wants to break it and set you free. You can do that. Come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. You're so good to us. Come on. At this time, if you want some of what God's got, come get it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, fire, 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 fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, oh, yes, yes, complete healing, complete healing. Oh, the fire of God, the fire of God, burn out all that stuff. The fire of God, we were calling upon heaven, the fire of God, the fire of God, the fire of God, hallelujah. Yes, I love you, brother. I love you in Jesus. The fire of God. The fire of God. The fire of God. James, come on over. Yeah. Lay hands on both people. The fire of God. The fire of God. The fire of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. 
Okay, so here's what we gotta do. We gotta pray the fire of God for those words because the words are right. You prophesied a month ago, and this is the message. The time is short. Get in the game. Hallelujah. The message that God has for you. Fire! 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 Jesus, the fire of God, the fire of God, the fire of God. Come on. Can your husband come? Yes, yes, that's God. Fire, fire, fire. Yes, the fire of God. The fire of God on this precious couple. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, this is it. This is God. This is God. This is God. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. Yes, the anointing of God, the anointing of God. Oh, as the head of your house, yes, seek God and watch him, watch him. What's next, Papa? What's next? What's next for my family? Hallelujah. Yes, the fire of God. Come down. The fire of God. If you need prayer of any sorts, if our prayer partners could be ready to receive people. We're going to continue to pray. Father, just continue to bless this house. Come on, have your way, Father. Touch everybody in here, Lord. Speak to everybody in here. Come on, Father. Touch them all right now, Father, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on. Oh, come on. Come on. Any prayer? Anybody need any prayer? We're up here. And so you know that you, you, you don't have to stay. You can stay and enjoy this. You can... You can go over in the annex and enjoy that, but man, we just want to let you know that you're, you are free to leave if you want to leave, but if you want to stay, if you need prayer, if you want to go celebrate, then we can meet you over there. We love everybody in here. We look forward to seeing everybody next week, and we'll be over in the annex in a little bit, but we're going to continue to pray for people, and uh, I just don't want you to feel like you have to stay, but man, if you want to stay, just continue to experience what God is having to do. Come on, we just thank our brother. I thank my brother for bringing a good word today. Mm, powerful word today. Thank you, Father. Thank you for my brother. Father, we just surrender this all to you in Jesus' name. Amen.